Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. College Park, it's 16 in Fairfax, 20 degrees down on the National Mall, and we've got 17 degrees outside the WTOP studios at 1259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. Uh, Coming up... The snow may have stopped, but that does not make the drive much safer. These cold temperatures could turn roadways into ice rinks. Also, stay with your first alert weather station for the latest as we have a long list of uh, school delays. Several school systems are also staying closed. Plus, arguments over the minimum wage become Virginia's first partisan showdown in the new General Assembly session. I'm Nick Ainelli. Maryland's governor does a U-turn on planned transportation cuts for now. I'm Kate Ryan. Good morning. It's 1 a.m. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Travel plans on ice. CBS's Nikki Batiste says thousands of flights have been delayed. More than 2,000 have been canceled. Trouble on the rails, too, as crews in Chicago setting fire to train tracks to get rid of ice buildup. And some Tesla drivers are struggling to charge their vehicles, saying the cold is draining their batteries. I've been here for over five hours at this point. The South is also getting hit with unusually frigid conditions. Icy roads wreaking havoc in Alabama. What will New Hampshire voters say? CBS's John Dickerson says the primary there next Tuesday may affect the fortunes of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. DeSantis put a lot of chips on Iowa, and the electorate there should have matched up with him. You know, New Hampshire's not a state for him. Once we get to South Carolina, if he doesn't participate in New Hampshire... A thousand things could have changed by then. So I think DeSantis is in a wobbly place. Haley's in a wobbly place in part because she's just not yet taking on Donald Trump. The Supreme Court has rejected an appeal from a public school district in Indiana over the use of bathrooms by transgender students. CBS's Jim Crisula has that. The Metropolitan School District of Martinsville, southwest of Indianapolis, appealed a court ruling upholding an order granting transgender boys access to the boys' bathroom. Federal appeals courts are divided over whether school policies enforcing such restrictions on which bathrooms transgender students can use violate federal law or the Constitution. Prepare to pay up. The post office is raising prices across the board, says CBS's Stacey Lynn. Since forever stamps are good for forever. If you have a stack of the 66 cent stamps at home, they will still work. The price for some other post office services are also climbing, including the cost for certified mail, box rentals, and money orders. If you're craving Mexican food, and who doesn't, you've got a pretty good shot of finding some almost anywhere you go in these United States. A new Pew Research study finds one out of every 10 restaurants in the U.S. serves Mexican food. California and Texas have the most. Duh. 85% of U.S. counties have at least one Mexican restaurant. Chris Mavridi's CBS News. 
A man accused of faking his death and fleeing the U.S. to avoid rape charges in Utah made an initial court appearance Tuesday in Utah. Nicholas Rossi says he's the suspect, uh, denies he's the suspect, that is, and called allegations he wasn't giving his true name, quote, complete hearsay. He's charged with raping a 21-year-old woman in Orem, Utah, in 2008. He identified himself in court Tuesday as Arthur Knight Brown. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 103 a.m. It's January 17th, 2024. It's 17 degrees and we're under a cold alert today. This morning, 10 to 15 wind chills in the single digits. Hello and good morning. I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour beside that cold temperature. Melting snow paired with the sub-freezing temperatures are creating icy conditions out on the roads this morning. Uh, the federal government will be open today, but employees do have the option for unscheduled leave or unscheduled telework. Meanwhile, many school systems across our region are changing their plans for today. First, D.C. public schools opening two hours late in Virginia. The following systems are closed. Stafford County, Fauquier County, Fredericksburg City, Spotsylvania County, and Culpeper County Public Schools, again, all closed. Now, opening two hours late, Fairfax County, Loudoun County, Prince William County, Alexandria City, Arlington County, Falls Church City, and Manassas Park City Public Schools, all opening two hours late. In Maryland, uh, the following school systems are opening two hours late. Prince George's County, Montgomery County, Frederick County, Charles County, Calvert County, Carroll County, Baltimore City, and Baltimore County Public Schools are all opening two hours late. Howard County Public Schools are closed today. Meanwhile, Anne Arundel County Public Schools will have virtual learning for students this morning. In West Virginia, Jefferson County Schools and offices are closed. However, essential personnel should still report. Anytime we have bad weather, read the full list of closings and delays at our website, WTOP.com. With those sub-freezing temperatures, efforts are underway across the area to save lives for those who don't have a roof over their head. Montgomery County has issued a cold emergency alert effective until Thursday morning. If you can stay home, stay home and stay in warm temperatures. Health officer Dr. Keisha Davis says everybody who goes outdoors in sub-freezing temperatures should be dressed in layers. Wear warm clothing, the hats, the scarves, the mittens or gloves, warm socks, things that are going to protect against the cold. Dr. Davis says snow shovelers should stay properly covered and stay alert to the extra stresses of extreme cold on the body, including the heart. Many communities, including D.C., the city of Alexandria, and Fairfax County, have hypothermia prevention programs directing the homeless to shelters. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. It is 12, I should say it's 106. It's the first partisan showdown in Virginia's new General Assembly session with Democrats and Republicans on opposite sides. And it's all about the minimum wage. Democrats in Virginia's General Assembly are advancing legislation that would raise the state's minimum wage from its current $12 an hour to $13.50 an hour next year and $15 by 2026. Democratic State Senator Scott Serval. $12 an hour in July of 2020 is equal to $14.21 today, which just shows you how much inflation has been over the last three years. Democrats do have the votes to pass the bill, but its fate would be unclear as Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin would have the power to veto it. Republican State Senator Mark Obenshain argues it has the capacity to hurt small businesses. We ought to look at the impact of this legislation on other areas of the state first. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. 
A proposal to cut billions from Maryland's transportation budget is being walked back. WTOP's Kate Ryan reports Governor Westmore is now announcing a reversal to part of his six-year budget plan. The shift to put $150 million back into Maryland's transportation budget comes just a month after the announcement that $3.3 billion would be slashed over six years. Now, after state and local leaders weighed in, Maryland Governor Westmore says he plans on bringing back $52 million in highway revenues, $26 million in funds that support local transit like Montgomery County's ride on buses, and $10 million for cleanups and mowing along state roads. Reductions are not out of the picture for future years, but a day before Moore announces his budget plans, the news is being welcomed in Annapolis. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. And now to clean cars in Virginia. For the third year in a row, Senate Democrats in Richmond defeated Republicans' efforts to repeal an electric vehicle mandate that aims to reduce carbon pollution through the adoption of California's stringent rules for vehicle emissions. A Senate committee voted down three GOP-sponsored bills that would have rolled back the so-called clean cars legislation first passed and signed into law three years ago. The law will phase in a requirement that all new cars, pickup trucks, and SUVs offered for sale be 100% zero emission by 2035. Sales of new gas-powered cars will be banned. The drivers will be able to keep their existing gas-powered cars or buy used ones. And coming uh, coming up after traffic and weather, a federal judge halts the murder merger again of JetBlue and Spirit Airways. It is 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only fifty nine dollars. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the eighth. Let's go back to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Rich. Up in Frederick County, west of Frederick and westbound 70 near Old National Pike, we had some off-road activity blocking the far left lane. Just got word that that activity has cleared, so all lanes are now open. Both sides of 70 between Hagerstown and Frederick. However, if you're heading out uh, past Hagerstown into the Panhandle, be aware. Lots of icy conditions to report it out in that general area. So be extremely cautious. The ride up and down 270 between Frederick and Bethesda, not seeing any major delays. Uh, lanes look to be clear. Again, uh, Please be aware of possible icy patches here and there. No need to speed. Uh, just also watch out for crews during the winter uh, winter weather maintenance operations all over the DMV. So if you see a crew, allow them a lot of extra space to do their work. We have an accident working. Beltway inner loop. It closes the ramp 266. Watch out for the response to this accident, but not seeing any major delays because of it. So in that police activity in Annandale shutting down both directions of Braddock Road. That's eastbound, westbound between the Little River Turnpike and Lincolnia road that's just south of columbia pike and both sides of the george washington memorial parkway shut down because of the icy and wintry conditions between the beltway and spout run parkway water main repair shutting down pennsylvania avenue between 15th street northwest and 14th street the wtop traffic studio is furnished by regency furniture celebrate regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34 percent off furniture for every room regency furniture affordable never looked so good i'm ken WTOP traffic. And now let's go to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Well, today is going to be dry, but with light winds and very low temperatures. We've got a cold alert posted for your Wednesday here, starting out with temperatures 10 to 20 degrees. Later today, we'll climb to about 29 to 31 degrees. Wind chills will be in the single digits this morning in the lower 20s for the afternoon. Clouds back on Thursday as we get ready for the next weather maker. It's set to bring some snow showers to the area on 
on Friday, starting early morning and continuing throughout much of the day. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, we've got 18 degrees in Georgetown, 17 in Bowie, 15 in Leesburg, and 17 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Playball. The Baltimore Sun has a local owner for the first time in four decades. Sinclair Broadcast Chairman David Smith has bought it. Sinclair itself is not involved. A federal judge blocks JetBlue's acquisition of Spirit Airlines, sending Spirit stock down almost 50% Tuesday. Apple Watch is dropping its oxygen level reading feature to get around an import ban in a patent dispute. Updates will remove it from existing Apple Watches. The Dow lost 232 points Tuesday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And right now, taking a look at the Asian markets, some significant losses in the Asian markets, uh, specifically, uh, I guess that would be the Shanghai is down, uh, they're down about a percent, but it's the Hang Seng, which is down over 3%, almost 500 points it's off. After having a good night last night, and again, all the indexes are on the downside at this hour. Coming up on WTOP, uh, former President Trump kickstarts his 2024 presidential bid with a big win in Iowa Monday, capturing more than 50% of the vote, running away from both uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Hannah Knowles, national politics reporter for The Washington Post, joins us next to explain the big picture moving forward. It is 112. A gentle breeze blows across your face as you take a refreshing sip of water, appreciating the stillness of another morning fishing on the lake. The distant gurgle of a stream reminds you of days spent playing in the creek, the cool, clear water rushing between your toes. You love this time with nature, the feeling of putting everything on hold to connect with the world around you. Now... Imagine it's all gone. No fish, no lake, no water. One of life's most vital resources, irreplaceably depleted. Time is running out to protect fresh water, and without our love, it can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our fresh water. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org slash love. It's 113. Retirement can be scary, but only if you're not prepared. That's why AARP created thisispretirement.org. Because unless you've already retired, you're in pretirement and you still have time to plan. Learn about retirement savings options, potential tax breaks, and how you can build savings over time. Visit thisispretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan and feel the retirement fear disappear. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. The Washington region, where the news changes faster than a teenager's mood. Hi, Mom. Leave me alone. If you want to keep up, keep checking back with WTOP two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Coming up, one local politician has become a fundraising machine, and it's not just for himself. More news in 60 seconds. Hi, this is George Wallace, and the holidays are over, and you did not get everything on your wish list, which included a new roof. But you're in luck if you pick up the phone and call Jessica Fingles at New Look Home Design. 
She's got a deal for you right now. New Look offering 60% off roofing, siding, and door materials. It really doesn't get much better than that. Plus, get a $1,500 manufacturer's rebate. I'd say that's a pretty good way to start the new year. And if that's not enough, you can qualify for 12 months interest-free financing. And as a bonus, you get a $100 restaurant.com gift card just for mentioning my name when you call. And did you know that New Look has installed over 40,000 roofs and they all come with a lifetime warranty. So don't waste any more time. Do what I and over 40,000 customers have done. Trust the roofing experts of over 20 years. Pick up the phone, call 800-279-5300 or visit newlookhomedesign.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's one fifteen. I'm Rich Hunter. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. We'll be watching returns in the New Hampshire primary a week from tonight. Former President Trump has taken home the first win of the 2024 Republican primary contest. He won the Iowa caucuses on Monday night by a landslide by claiming more than 50 percent of the vote. Meanwhile, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis inched past former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley to clinch second place. A debate that was supposed to happen in New Hampshire in two nights canceled due to the lack of candidate participation. Hannah Knowles, national politics reporter for The Washington Post, joined WTOP's Dimitri Sotis with the important takeaway uh, takeaways from Donald Trump's Iowa win. Um, well, so he won by about uh, 30 points, and he cracked um, over 50%, which is sort of the marker that I think a lot of people um, were looking at. And, uh, you know, we, we knew he was going to win, but the question was how much is he going to win by? That is, you know, totally what his team was trying to do there to show that, um, you know, that the opposition to Trump is divided. Um, they haven't coalesced around either DeSantis or Nikki Haley, although Haley has kind of the better outlook at this point. And so, you know, it was just um, it really broke Donald Trump's way. Uh, and so with that in mind, does that wave just kind of sweep all over New Hampshire or because it's a state known for its independent streak, could there be a totally different outcome here coming up on Tuesday night a week from tonight? Um, it's it's known for picking a different candidate than Iowa. And so, yeah, I mean, I absolutely think that Nikki Haley, according to the polls, seems to have um, a great shot there to have pull off some sort of an upset. Um, obviously, it's going to be hard. Um, Donald Trump does have the momentum and Nikki Haley didn't get that boost out of Iowa that maybe um, her team had hoped for from like a second place showing. Um, but yeah, I mean, New Hampshire has a lot of kind of more moderate-leaning, more independent voters, and that works in Haley's favor. If it's another thumping for Donald Trump, another 50%-plus victory, is it game over? Uh, well, uh, Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor who kind of banked everything on Iowa, he said, I'm staying in the race. Um, he signaled to people, I want to stay in through South Carolina, which is, you know, it's almost six weeks away. That's kind of a long time to stay in for a campaign that really – um, you know, has not lived up to the expectations that it set for itself. Um, but, you know, he's saying that he hopes uh, Nikki Haley kind of stumbles in New South Carolina, her home state, and that they kind of resurrect themselves after that. I think, I don't know, I, I think a lot of people are skeptical that that would work, but that's what he's saying. That's Hannah Knowles, national politics reporter for The Washington Post. 
Now, a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A bunch of local school systems are closed. Many others were open two hours late today. Check out the full list at WTOP.com. You can't have a presidential debate without candidates, and that's why a debate in New Hampshire is now canceled for Thursday night. The new head of football operations for the commanders talks about what kind of head coach he wants to bring on. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. We're just now 118. Traffic and weather on the gates. Let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks a lot, Rich. We're going to start in Washington. We just got word that Pennsylvania Avenue has been reopened. The water main repairs between 15th Street Northwest and 14th Street have ended. So all lanes now on Pennsylvania Avenue are now open. Also just got word from MDTA that there are wind warnings in effect at uh, the Bay Bridge and also the nice Middleton Bridge. That's the one between King George County and Virginia heading into Charles County in Maryland. Uh, just take it very easy as you cross those bridges. All lanes are clear. Uh, however, just be very careful with the windy conditions. Several other bridges, especially north of Baltimore, also under wind warning. So if you're heading north of Baltimore, again, be very aware. 95 and 295 between the two beltways, also running without delay. No delays anywhere on 295, the BW Parkway between 495 and 695. And the run up and down the 270 corridor doing just fine between Bethesda through Montgomery County into Frederick County up to Frederick. In Virginia, we still have word that there's some icy conditions reported in some areas of the express lanes of 66, both sides between the boatway and the planes, there are maintenance vehicles out treating the roadways. If you see one of those crews, again, allow them a lot of extra room to do their work and be very careful. We have both sides of the George Washington Memorial Parkway still shut down because of the icy and wintry conditions between the Beltway and Spout Run Parkway. And the police activity continues in Annandale. Both sides closed between Braddock Road uh, or on Braddock Road, both sides between Little River Turnpike and Lincolnia Road, which is the south of Columbia Pike. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And now let's go to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Our coldest start in quite some time. The last time I've seen temperatures this low was back February 4th of 2023 when we're down in the teens around D.C. 10 to 20 degrees this morning. Later today, we'll see our temperatures climb just under freezing to about 29 to 31 degrees. Despite the sunshine, it is going to feel very cold. 5 to 10 degrees, your wind chill readings this morning and 20 to 25 for this afternoon. Lighter winds on Thursday, mostly cloudy skies between 35 and 40 degrees. Then on Friday, we're back to cold. The next weather maker, we're on winter alert, could see a couple of inches of snowfall right now, looking like between one and three inches. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And as Veronica said, we do have those temps between 10 and 20 degrees. It's 15 in Rockville, 16 in Ashburn, 18 in Fort Washington. Oh, and we're down to 16 degrees outside the WTOP studios. Brought to you by Lend the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, one local state organization is looking for the public's input on selecting their new leader. We will explain next. It is 122. Oftentimes, the wheelchairs our veterans and first responders receive from their health care providers are subpar at best. Some are falling apart with a years-long waiting list for a new one. This lag causes a tremendous amount of stress for our heroes and creates a burden for their caregivers. Isolation leads to depression. We build what they need to get outdoors, hunting, fishing, or playing sports. Join the mission at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. 
want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got the car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh. Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 123. Maryland's governor is a fundraising machine. Wes Moore's team says that over the last year, he's brought in millions of dollars for not just himself, but the Maryland Democratic Party and President Biden's re-election effort. The Baltimore Banner reports more and Lieutenant Governor Aruna Miller raked in $4 million combined in campaign donations and expenses. The numbers are being revealed a day before the latest state campaign finance reports are due. According to the reports, Moore's main account raised $2.6 million, and he raised about $1.3 million for President Biden as a member of an advisory board to the president's campaign. The Maryland State Board of Education is asking for public input on its search for a new state superintendent of schools. The board plans to host a virtual town hall at 1 p.m. today and then 6 p.m. on Thursday on Zoom. The Baltimore Sun reports you can also fill out an anonymous survey to share your thoughts and priorities for a new superintendent. A national job search is underway after former Superintendent Mohammed Chaudhary withdrew his request for a contract extension. Carrie Wright, a former Maryland educator and Mississippi State Superintendent, came out of retirement to lead the Maryland State Department of Education in the meantime. Wright said in October that she planned to apply for the role permanently as interim superintendent, her salary is $350,000 per year. Have you visited Arlington uh, County Public Schools recently? If you used your ID to get a guest pass, your information may have been exposed as part of a nationwide data breach. WTOP Scott Gelman reports. The school district doesn't know what specific information was exposed or whether anyone accessed it. It's part of a data breach affecting Raptor Technologies, which Arlington Public Schools uses for its visitor management system. Which is the system where a lot of times mainly visitors sign in and sometimes sign out of the the schools that they're visiting. Arlington Education Association President June Prakash explains the breach may impact visitors who get a guest pass by scanning their ID. We haven't been given much follow-up information on... What that really looks like to have this information compromised. She doesn't recall a similar breach in her near decade with the school division. This was definitely a new and unexpected turn of events. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Loudoun County Public Schools tells WTOP the Raptor system is part of its security efforts, but didn't say whether it has been affected by the breach. Prince William County says it does not appear personally identifiable information was released and no district networks or passwords were compromised. Sports at 25 and 55. And let's go to Rob Woodfork. The Capitals were again without Alex Ovechkin, so the defense stepped up in a 2-0 home win over the Anaheim Ducks. Ethan Bear not only scored his first goal of the season, but his first since January 15 of last year. No, it feels really good. Yeah, kind of, you, know, you, f- you forget how that feeling feels, and it's definitely, um, you know, nice to get that out of the way, and now I can just you know, have fun and not think about it. Darcy Kemper had 24 saves, pitching his first shutout of the season and 31st of his 12-year career. The commanders formally introduced Adam Peters as the new general manager in Washington. Why Peters, Josh Harris? Adam's a winner. He's won everywhere he's been. First in Boston, then in, obviously, Denver, then in San Francisco. And he's learned from a lot of great leaders. He's about excellence. 
He's about attracting the best people. One of those people being a top flight head coach. What are you looking for, Adam? We're looking for the best leader for this team, for the 